Hi, and welcome to another episode of Have We Met with Brett. This is hopefully your favorite place for new music weekly. I have gone through all of this week's pop releases, and I am here to tell you which songs you should be listening to right now. And my hope for you is that by the end of the episode, you will have found either a new favorite artist or a new favorite song. Every week we are inundated with new releases from artists dying to get our attention and it can be really, really tough because it's a crowded field. There's a lot of people making music now. So I've gone through all of those songs for you so you don't have to. I'll be sharing some fun facts about the artists, about the songwriters, about the lyrics, that kind of thing. Because when we know more about what we are listening to, it is easier for us to make connections with the music and the artists themselves. Before we get into this week's episode, and it's a good one, I have a couple songs I'm really excited about, and I also have an exclusive interview with an artist named Daggers, who is here to tell us about her new song, Screaming Out. But first, as always, I want to take a second to remind you that you can subscribe to the podcast, you can rate, you can leave a review, you can share it on social media, anything like that is hugely helpful. I also want to draw your attention to our brand new Patreon. If you've been listening to the podcast every week and you want to help support us going forward, the Patreon is a great way for you to be able to do that. There are two options for monthly subscriptions. One is just $2, and that's a really easy way for you to contribute to the podcast. And it's also going to give you access to our Discord server, where eventually we will all be getting together to talk about the episode and about our favorite new music. The other subscription option is $5 a month, and it gives you access to exclusive episodes. I now have two episodes up, one with my friend Russ, where we talk about all the concerts we've been to, and one with my partner Daryl, where we talk about all of our important songs on our relationship playlist. Daryl sadly isn't here today, so he won't be able to join me for the podcast, but don't worry, I'll be talking about his favorite album art of the week. And if you want to hear his voice, subscribe to the Patreon and have a listen to our special episode. It's a longer format episode, but it's well worth a listen. It's a lot of fun and it's quite romantic too. We cry a couple times each and we also make each other laugh quite a lot. Links to the Patreon as well as our weekly playlist, etc. are all available if you go to Instagram, follow us at Have We Met Pod, check the link in the bio and follow the links there. Okay, I think that's everything I wanted to say before I get started. So let's get into talking about this week's new music. We have talked before about Canadian artist Rev. Born Brianna Dinolo in Montreal, she is taking over the Canadian dance music scene in a way that nobody has in a long, long time. Her debut album, Saturn Return, is coming out next Friday, October 20th. And based on all of the pre-release singles, I am thinking it's going to end up being one of my favorite albums of the year. The song I'm going to play for you is called Breaking Up With Jesus, and it is the first song on her new album. So as an intro track to help you understand where Rev is and who she is, what she's about, it's quite bombastic. It's got these great hits that are really like rock and roll, electronic sounding. And I looked at the song credits and who wrote it? None other than Martina Sorbara and Joel Stufer of Dragonette. Dragonette is Canadian pop music royalty, as far as I'm concerned, and Rev collaborating with them only bodes well for her place as a dance music pioneer. Breaking Up With Jesus features a lot of really classic Dragonette sort of feelings that mixing electronic music with glam rock, lyrics that border on raunchy but are grounded in this really nice pop sensibility and strength. The song talks about Rev being with this guy who she is worshipping, basically, and because of the things that they're doing together, she feels like Jesus might not love her anymore, which 
If you've been a Dragonette fan, you recognize that as a concept they played with on 2007's Galore. The more I talk about this song, the more excited I get about it. I'm going to play it for you right now. And I think it might be my pick for song of the week. We're going to get it out of the way real quick, aren't we? This is Rev and Breaking Up With Jesus. Isn't that epic? That like sweeping soundscape, that trip hop kind of element underneath some of those operatic vocals almost coming in. It's a statement. And for that to be the first song on your debut album, that sets a really high bar. It makes a really bold statement and it lives up to the album's title, Saturn Return. It sounds like something from outer space, from another planet. And I can't wait to hear the full album. I mean, seven of the songs are already available, but I think that's going to kind of become the norm, right? If your album comes out, all the songs are available on streaming. And so basically anyone who might care to listen to them probably is going to listen to them then. It's really difficult for people to get buzz or a hit from a song that's already been released on an album, especially, you know, a newer artist, a smaller artist. So that's why we're seeing these long rollouts of album campaigns, We're seeing a lot of deluxe editions or re-releases being put out to keep interest in the album going. It's it's really difficult, you know. I'm here talking about what's new every single week, and that means I'm not always going back to listen to songs from uh, weeks past, even if I really did enjoy them. Of course, that can feel like a bit of a letdown when the album comes out and you've already heard half of it, but Rev's hit rate has been pretty high on those pre-release songs. So watch for her album on the 20th. I'm sure we will be talking about it on the podcast. Now, speaking of songs from weeks past, I need to play a song that actually came out last week, but I neglected to play because of a a personal bias. On Saturday night, we went to History, a new performance venue in Toronto, and we saw Ray in concert. Ray has been a favorite of mine for a long time. You've heard me talk about her on the podcast over and over again. The last time we saw her in concert in March, she played for a venue of about 300 people. This time, she played for a venue of almost 3,000, and it was sold out. She's an incredible artist, vocalist, singer, performer, just the entire package. It was a very similar layout and format to the concert we saw in March, but just on a much larger scale with more instruments and with a lot more, I would say, confidence from the star at the center of it. Ray has been through some label politics where they were preventing her from putting out the kind of music she wanted to release. So she broke from her contract and she put this album out independently and now... To be touring and selling out venues as an independent artist is amazing. You could just tell how grateful she was, how hard she's worked to get there, and how she was just savoring every moment. She was telling stories between every song. She was getting the crowd interacting. She was had the upper balcony singing four-part harmony with her, you know? She just had us in the palm of her hand. And it made me think, I probably should have talked about her last week to kind of help promote her show. (laughs) But there is a lyric in this remix where she references... An artist that I'm not necessarily a fan of, and I let my personal bias get in the way of playing this song last week. But seeing Ray live has 
just reignited all of the things that I love about her. Last time I saw her, I got to go up on stage and sing a song with her and somebody at the concert recognized me and I felt so famous, which is my favorite way to feel. And this time during her little acoustic set in the middle, she had a special request from one of her meet and greet fans. And he requested she do this older song of hers that has like, she said six key changes. And he tried to sing along with her and she had to cut it off after three. It was uh, it was getting a little bit high for him. Anyway, last week, Ray hopped on a remix for the K-pop group Espa. Espa is a four-part group consisting of members Karina, Giselle, Winter, and Ning Ning. They are actually one of the most popular Korean pop groups in the world, but Better Things marks their very first fully English release. The song originally came out in August, but the Ray remix came out last week. They are also doing kind of a drip feed release with this song, different versions being released every Friday, again, to keep the interest going and to keep the streaming numbers high with this new song. It's really upbeat. It's got this message about, you know, this guy who's maybe not making himself worth your time and how you could be doing better things with it. (laughs) And Ray fits perfectly on this beat. Her flow matches it amazingly. So I'm going to play you her verse. This is Espa featuring Ray. Better things, the Ray remix. Said you love me, but your head ain't in the right place. Only cause it's true, I think you hit it on our bed frame. You come to my city, link girls, think it won't get back to me, boy. I digress. Let the brother bag fresh in a box in your hallway. It's a gift for the poor girl that you hurt next. Do you wanna know me, wanna hold me, wanna call, to console me? Taylor Swift wants at the bar, I'ma borrow it. Cause the old Ray can't come to the phone right now. Since she is dead, and I would wish you the best. But I can't find the space in my schedule to do this. Personally, I can't help but feel like there's a bit of a missed opportunity to call it the remix. But do you see what I mean? Her voice just kind of floats over that more staccato kind of beat. And I really love how smooth she makes it all sound. And maybe you heard the lyrical reference I was talking about that kind of turned me off originally. I think Ray referencing Taylor Swift is like Shakespeare referencing the lady who wrote the Twilight books. But yes, if you get a chance to see Ray on tour, she is one of the most electric, incredible, amazing live performers I've ever seen. Just a fabulous, fabulous energy and the graciousness that radiates off of her. It was a special night in every way. In every Ray? <laughs> the other thing that I really like about this song is the single cover. It's this glass, it's like a vase basically, and it's holding orchids and different flowers. There's a crescent moon in the sky. There's clouds and there's this ripple effect in the water around the vase. It's really gorgeous. If you're not following along with the playlist, go to Have You Met Pod on Instagram, click the link in the bio, check the weekly playlist on either Spotify or Apple Music. I prefer Spotify personally, but that's just me. And check out this single cover. It's gorgeous. And I want you to look at the next one, too, because it was Daryl's pick for Album Art of the Week. And I know Daryl isn't here, but I want to take a quick second to talk about this artwork as well. He said it looked like something he would design, and I totally see what he's saying. It's got this checkered floor that looks like a 50s diner. But that blends into the wallpaper, which is a lot more 70s mushroom acid trip, hyper color, and it's got these butterflies in the middle landing on a hand. And the very first song on the album is simply titled Butterfly Emoji, as in it's the picture of the butterfly. I actually haven't seen this on Spotify before. It's really cool. 
The album is by a Swedish band called Estraden, and they are kind of a super group of these different Swedish artists. One of them is Lou Elliott, who has a song called Single, which is one of my top played songs of the year. And I don't always listen to music in other languages. We talk a lot about how the lyrics are the things that I connect to, but I put this album on and there were definitely a few songs that stuck out to me. One of them was the first single. It's called Glomer at Glama. And it's basically that translates to I keep forgetting to forget you. For me, if a song isn't in English, I listen to it and I think, okay, if I could understand what they were saying, would I like the song? And this one, the answer was a resounding yes. So we're going to have a listen to Estraden and maybe we'll learn a little bit of Swedish. Trixie Mattel would be proud. I'm curious to know what your thoughts on listening to songs in other languages is. For me, I, you know, I love to sing along. I love to relate to the story. But there is that really universal quality about music, right? And so sometimes it's less about that and just more about how the song makes you feel. And that song makes me feel good when I listen to it. We went all the way to Sweden for that one, but we're going to bring it all the way back home to Manitoba for our next one. I had the pleasure of interviewing independent artist Daggers for the podcast this week. I was put in touch with Daggers earlier this year to potentially choreograph a spin-themed video for her song, Screaming Out. So I heard this song in the spring, and I've been looking forward to playing it on the podcast ever since. It actually came out last week as well, but I wanted to have this chat with Laura before I played it for all of you. So please welcome to the podcast my very first exclusive live interview. This is Daggers. Welcome to the show. So Laura, how are you? So good. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so happy to see you. I want to get a little bit of a history of your your life as a musician because I know that you were in a band called Roco Code for a while. Uh, and I remember having that album and playing it on the radio like back in Winnipeg a long time ago. Um, the, uh, Empire was a song that I loved. So yes, cool. <laughs> I know. So I've been aware of you for a long time, whether I knew it or not. Uh, is this your first foray into solo music or? Um, I did put out a song actually when Robot Code was still active, um, called Here You Are Tonight as Daggers, but I was sort of finding my footing, I think, and exploring a little bit. And I've done like top lines with different producers and co-writes. But this is the first song I put out that I really feel is like, this is me and this is my new sound. And I have a whole bunch of other songs that are going to come following this one. Cool. That is so exciting. So what is it about this song that you feel is you in a way that maybe your other music wasn't? That is such a good question. Um, I think Journalism. that <laughs> I've done a lot of self-discovery, therapy, the artist way, you know, all that stuff. I think, well, uh, being an artist is a process. And I always had this feeling like oh, I'm not quite there. Like I'm not quite where I want to be. And then I hit a point where suddenly it felt like the songs I was writing were more encapsulating a more true and honest version of myself and I was able to articulate 
what I want to say, how I want to say it. And so it feels really, really cool to be able to do that. Yeah, I bet. That sounds amazing. I think we're all on that kind of journey of self-discovery and self-actualization and and accepting who we are, right? And so uh, the lyrics for me are always the first thing that I hear in a song. Mm. Uh, and so I'm wondering if that, is that where you started with this song? And can you tell me a little bit about the story behind the lyrics? Yes. Well, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, I feel like I write from my subconscious often. And so this was actually a very special moment where I sat down at the piano and I always have my phone ready to record voice memo. So I hit it. I was like, I can tell something's coming. So I'm going to record it. And I literally <laughs> just sang the whole song all the way through. And no. then, yeah. Really? It doesn't, That's amazing. It doesn't usually work like that. I've had mm-hmm. it happen maybe one other time. And I just wrote it down after and then learned it. And then I I thought, the form is so weird. And like, what are all these lyrics about? And then I was like, wait, I know exactly what this is about. Screaming out to me is, um, you know, it's you you can't hear me, but that doesn't mean I'm not making a lot of noise, right? And so as an indie artist, like that must be such a powerful statement for you right now. That's really cool. Yes, yes, it is. It is because... I felt like this thing inside of me that's like going ah, for so long and and like I wasn't able to let that voice out and and now and I I feel like I can now. Before everyone hears a little scri- uh, clip of screaming out, what uh, would you like for them to to know about it? I just want them to know that they're all beautiful humans and I want them to feel that when they hear the song and to feel awesome and amazing. And even if they're not at a hundred, maybe they're at zero, it doesn't matter. That's what I want them to hear. Cool. I love that so much. Thank you so, so much, Laura. I mean, daggers. (laughs) And hopefully uh, whenever you're putting out your next song, maybe we can do this again. And uh, I wish you so much, so much luck on your journey with this album Uh, And I'll be keeping my eyes and ears open for you. Thank you so much, Brett. Thank you. And without any further ado, here is the new Daggers screaming out. I had such a great time chatting with Laura about that song. We talked for almost 20 minutes, actually, and I've decided, because I had to cut out so much really interesting information, including where she got the stage name Daggers from, I'm going to upload the entire interview as one of the $2 exclusives on my Patreon. So... If you'd like to hear the rest of my interview with Daggers, you got to go to patreon.com slash havemetpod. Subscribe there and you can check out the full 20-minute interview. 
For $2 a month, you can have access to that. But for $5 a month, you also get access to the bonus episodes, the ones with Russ, the ones with Daryl, and the ones that I'm working on coming up. Now, Screaming Out has this great kind of 80s quality to it, and a lot of people are playing into that in their music now. The next song I'm going to play for you is the new song by another Have We Met favorite. I actually think that Jenny Sylvia is breaking a Have We Met record today. This is already her third song to be featured on the podcast. She's turning into one of those artists that I always look forward to hearing from. Every song she puts out is better than the last. They all have this fabulous cinematic quality to them. There's something about her lyricism that always employs this dichotomy. So Eli, Can I Come Over Tonight was my song of the week when it came out. And it was a song about knowing she shouldn't go back to this guy, but that she couldn't resist him anyway. Her next song, Retribution, was about this ex who had started seeing someone new and she decided he couldn't see anyone and she wanted to murder him for it. (laughs) So there's this dark kind of edge to a lot of these songs. The newest one, again, there is this will she, won't she kind of feeling of she knows that her friend's boyfriend is sleeping around on her, but she's not sure if she's going to tell her or not. And letting us into that conversation just makes for such an interesting listen. I also have huge respect for any songwriter right now that's putting out music that isn't two minutes and 17 seconds long. She lets all of her songs fully tell the story of what she is trying to get across. And I think storytelling lately for me has become more and more important in songs and in in artists and in their concerts, you know, getting to know them, seeing the way they see the world. When we're trying to get to know these new artists, that's the easiest way for them to let us in, right? And so I think Danny is onto something really strong here. I cannot wait for her album in January. Danny, if you're listening, I hope you will come on and chat with me about your music when it comes out. I was going to send you a message this week, but I saw you were in Disney World on your honeymoon, so we can do it next time. I'm actually going to Disney World for the very first time next month, and so maybe I'll shoot you a message and ask for your recommendations. Everyone else, I hope you go to Danny Sylvia's album on Spotify and pre-save it. When you pre-save something, it shows that there is interest in it. It helps get those songs added to playlists on Spotify when it does get released. And so I hope that you are enjoying Danny Sylvia as much as I am. Here is Sammy Don't Know. She loves him, he loves me, I love him, she's good to go. something really special about creating those characters and living in those stories, right? Whether they're true or not, or whatever they're based in, you know, it could be inspired by a movie or a story you read, something like that. Hearing Danny inhabit these different characters and living in these different worlds, it's really exciting to listen to. It reminds me of early Billie Eilish, you know, she had a song called Bellyache, which was about her basically robbing a bank, killing all her friends, you know, leaving them in the gutter, in the back of the car, that kind of thing. And she was 15 at the time, right? You know, it's not a real story. It's just this kind of hyper-imaginative fantasy world, and I think that's one of my favorite places for a pop star to live. So, Danny, again, I'm a huge, huge fan of everything you do. Gorgeous voice, amazing songs, just fabulous work all around. I can't wait for your full album. I think it's coming out in January, and I will be the first person to be shouting from the rooftops that they should be listening to it. 
And Rooftops is the perfect segue for us to talk about our next artist. This is Chicago dance duo Drama, all capital letters. Rooftops was the name of their single earlier this year, and it has become one of my top played songs of 2023. They are back this week on a duet with production team Neil Francis, and the song is called Energy. Neil Francis is a production duo, Jordan Feller and Mark Gilfrey, one from Australia, one from California. They met in 2012, but after relocating to LA in search of new musical projects, they formed this group in 2016. They like to do beat-driven pop infused with a more organic warmth than most modern electronic dance music, which explains probably why they ended up working with Drama, because Drama, also a duo, this time producer Niall Shahade and vocalist songwriter Via Rosa. They describe their music as a blend of R&B and dance, though they span a wide variety of genres including pop, hip-hop, jazz, bossa nova, and electronic. Apparently Neil Francis is really known for their live show and drama is known for their highly independent way of releasing music. This is my runner-up for song of the week this week. I love this song. I don't know drama that well, but I've already started to pick up on some of her vocal tics and even listening to the music, I went, oh, I know this vocalist. So they've got a signature style. They're starting to really pop for me and I hope you'll enjoy it too. This is Neil Francis featuring drama, energy. wanted to get that one keep playing i love that song it just kind of takes me over a little bit i feel like i want to be at this like swanky lounge sipping an espresso martini surrounded by beautiful people you know that kind of thing if you like that sound neil francis's album is out now it's called it's a little bit fuzzy and if you like uh, via rose's voice i highly recommend you to check out some other songs by drama rooftops like i mentioned and they have another one called tighten it up that i really enjoy there is only one more song we're going to talk about today. It comes to us from a woman named Adana Duru. She is one of the only people to have competed on both The Voice and on American Idol. She was on The Voice when she was only 14 and American Idol when she was 16. She has since taken on a very irreverent and hilarious online persona and... Her music is starting to reflect that humor as well. Her new song is called If I Was a Boy, Winky Face, and it talks about all the things that guys seem to be able to get away with that girls probably wouldn't be able to, but does it in a very tongue-in-cheek sort of way. The song was produced by Chris Riddick-Tynes, who produced Snooze by SZA, and Rob Beisel, who produced Kill Bill, also by SZA. So if you like that kind of down-tempo R&B sort of sound, a little bit of Afro-pop thrown in, then I think Adana is going to be right up your alley. If I Was a Boy is the first single from Adana's forthcoming EP, Nappy Hour 2, which is out on December 1st, 2023. And that's just a little taste of the humor that you can expect from her. Time for you to meet Adana Duru and her new song, If I Was a Boy. Wink.
Again, we're talking about these new artists trying to establish themselves and showing their personality and their unique point of view. It's just really such an easy way for them to do it. So I get such a sense of who Adana is with a song like that, how she's been treated and how she feels about it. And that is worth its weight in gold. I will be keeping my eyes and ears open for more from her. And I hope you'll check out the playlist because the single cover for that is really funny too. She's holding these two like Barbies and they look like they're trying to beat each other up. (laughs) And of course, I always recommend that you check out the playlist anyway because there are more recommendations from me there. There's about 10 more songs that I don't have time to play, but all songs that I recommend you listen to if you like what we've been hearing so far, if you trust my taste. Go to Instagram at HowWeMetPod, click the link in the bio, follow the weekly playlist, as well as the overall 2023 playlist, which has almost 900 songs on it. If you're hosting a dinner party, having cocktails, doing work, anything like that, you have a store and you want music on in the background, just throw that playlist on. It's trendy. It's mostly upbeat. It's pretty good, as long as you're okay with a couple swear words. I want to say thank you so much again for listening. I hope I'll see you again next week. I'm working on a couple new special episodes for the Patreon, including one that is going to coincide with the release of Britney Spears' memoir, The Woman and Me, on October 24th. Here's a fun little fact that you might not know. When you reach your 25th year in the music industry, you become eligible to enter the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This fall marks Britney Spears' 25th anniversary since Baby One More Time was released, and I am going to release a podcast episode arguing for why Britney should be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for her achievements in music. So I hope you'll tune in for that, and I hope you'll tune in next week. We'll be talking about the new album from Troy Sivan, and who knows what else? Maybe someone we haven't met yet. Thank you so much again for listening. I have been Brett. This is How We Met, and it was so nice to meet you.